Yo, what is cracking, Hungry People? It's your boy, Michael Patrick Buckley, back on the Hungry People podcast here. It's I feel like I always start off talking about the weather. <laughs> but I mean, really, it is actually beautiful today here in Pittsburgh. Um, it's always freezing in my house regardless, so I'm usually always like wearing a hoodie. Like, I'm not kidding. Even if it's like 80 degrees out in the summertime or 90, sometimes I'm stuck. Okay, maybe not 90, but like 80. Like, sometimes I'm even wearing a hoodie just because it's always cold <laughs> in here. <laughs> but it's all good. Uh, but yeah, beautiful day here in Pittsburgh. So there's your weather update from pittsburgh pennsylvania today on november 4th uh so guys in last week's episode i like recapping last week uh it talks about water uh and should you drink plain water uh i think i had a pretty good discussion around that with myself (laughs) uh and i think uh, i think it went pretty well there's still a lot of stuff that i left out and didn't mention on that so you know what that means? I guess you got to come back and talk more about water, um, which it's always fun to talk about. I mean, I love talking about it. If you like listening, that's uh, that's great and uh, means a lot to me. So uh, now on today's episode, uh, I wanted to discuss a reel that the proof had. Now, the proof is Simon Hill. Um, uh, he has his own podcast. Big plant-based guy. Uh, he's big into science. All over social media. His account is The Proof. Um, I started following him back, you know, when I first... Not when I first went vegan, but probably about a year and a half in. And I was just really interested in what he has to say. Uh, he's a lot of cool stuff on here. But matter of fact, this is actually something that I really want to start getting into more whether it's in podcast format or not, but it's actually doing like response videos to uh, what people are saying and just giving my thoughts and opinions of it. And I think that's really, I think it's really cool. Actually. I like when other people do it and I kind of want to do it myself. And I feel like I can definitely offer some good invites insights uh, to some regard. So yeah, I wanted to start doing that more. Uh, AJ and I, we actually did it in the past with um a few episodes we did it like with, with the raw food debate we did it talking about uh don bennett and his uh 15 reasons why people fail on a raw vegan diet do we do any more i think just those those well those those three episodes we did part one and part two of the raw food debate one but yeah i don't know i just think it's fun and uh i do want to start doing it uh now so what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to play the reel and I, I you should be able to hear it through the microphone here. Uh, and then I'm just going to pretty much do a response uh, to that and just talk about it have a little discussion about it. Should be pretty short and sweet today. Uh, I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> I mean, you know me that I get to hear and talk, talk all day. So uh, yeah, but anyways, here we go. I'm going to play the reel. Uh, I hope that's you can hear it. And I think actually uh, they talk about it on on uh, the podcast. I'm not sure what episode it was, but anyways, here it is. 
studies have shown and give a lot of credit to Daniela Jacobowitz and Orrin Freud in Israel. They did some really elegant studies in the last decade where they brought people in to their clinic and they'd test what would happen if you ate a large breakfast, medium-sized lunch and small dinner, or eat the same meals in the opposite order. And they found that if you front load calories early in the day, you actually reduce mean 24-hour blood sugar levels. You actually make blood sugar levels lower just by timing more of that caloric intake to the kind of sweet spot during the day when your blood sugar metabolism is at its highest. Okay. So you heard that, uh, this, this girl's pretty, uh, smart, pretty intelligent. Um, I'm actually going to see if they said anything on the caption here. Um, because the caption usually has some pretty good stuff too. Uh, how important is it? How important is this important for everyone? Wait a second, Simon. That's uh, what's the word? Uh, su- super. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. Super. Uh, not superlative. <laughs> superfluous. Superfluous. Um, it means that uh, there was what? It was you pretty much saying the same thing twice. Um, I think so, right? Let me actually. You know what? I'm gonna look it up because superflu, superfluous. Um, being beyond what is required more than is warranted an interval that exceeds a major or imperfect interval I sent, whatever um, and excessive it's yeah it's basically like rendering unnecessary unnecessary use of words and uh, I think what he said there was superfluous but anyways um, uh, but he says, well, to be honest, not really important for someone who is metabolically healthy. At least we have no evidence to suggest it is. Almost all of these studies showing improved blood glucose control with earlier meal timing are looking at people with pre-diabetes or diabetes. So that's a that's one that they don't say in the real. Um, and it's really cool hearing that that he says that. You know, so it's for, for for people who have diabetes or pre-diabetes, uh, if you front load your calories early, earlier in the day, you have a bigger breakfast, smaller, a medium lunch, and then a smaller dinner, you're going to have better blood sugar control. Uh, and then he says, if your HbA1c, fasting VG, liver function, et cetera, are in good order, then this is probably one of those things you can do, but by no means need to stress over. If you have prediabetes or type 2 diabetes, then adopting time-restricted eating with, with that window starting earlier in the day, 8 to 4, could be a very helpful tool for you to promote better blood better blood glucose regulation. Now, I'm really happy that I read that because uh, <laughs> I didn't beforehand uh, when I watched it yesterday. Uh, and now it's more specific to people with diabetes. But I'm sure at the end of the day, if we're being real, I'm sure everyone can uh, can learn from that and realize, oh, okay, well, yeah, that just kind of, Everyone may or should have better blood blood sugar control if they do something like that, right? Now, uh, what if you're only getting three hours of sleep? It doesn't really matter. You know, your blood sugar is going to be all whacked out anyways if you get little sleep and you still have a big breakfast in the morning, even though that may help you, right? And it, it may be beneficial. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, Eating a big breakfast in the morning, uh, I think can I think it's I think it's good. And there actually have been times when I'm not kidding, 
even over the past two years where I would get up, let's say I got up early and I would eat at just early, you know, like six or 7 a.m., maybe not six, like 6.37. And I'd eat like a thousand calories and I'd put it down. And sometimes like when I was doing that, it would legit feel like I didn't even eat anything and I would just go about my day. Uh, and it was, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this forever. Like, this is the best, you know, and I don't know, stuff changes and this and that. Um, but I mean, I've definitely noticed good benefits of eating a big, a big breakfast. Um, see my, my thing with the whole meal timing stuff, because that's what, that's really what it's more focused on here is the meal timing is that it just really all depends on, uh, your activity levels. That's really where, uh, that's really where it is for me. Like I mentioned on actually a previous podcast, one that I did recently, by the way, look at my hair, my hair's growing back fucking thick and fast as shit. Uh, I mentioned like, Oh, like I'm not going to get up in the morning and then have a huge meal and go work out and go to the gym. Uh, I feel like this is kind of something similar here. So you have to eat and you have to base your meals around uh, your activity levels or your activity, not your activity levels, but around your activity. That's kind of how I see it. That's kind of how I want to live my life. And uh, that's how I would definitely suggest it for other people too, right? I mean, even on days where uh, I'm doing nothing, uh, which is more or less on like Sundays, I just I try to take a rest day, even though like sometimes I'll still go for a run or do stuff. Um I feel like on those rest days, though, there's more of the days where I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll just kind of just have fun with it, go with the flow. If I'm hungry, eat here, eat there, whatever, you know, is what it is. Um, but yeah, in how many times have um, I've mentioned it on here, uh, I can only imagine uh, that this has something to do with it as well is the insulin sensitivity. You know, they, I've talked about how. Um, uh, so many people are just, they, they just preach and preach and preach. You're like, so you're most insulin sensitive in the morning and you're most insulin resistant in the evening. So it would make sense that, okay, I would have a bigger, maybe not a bigger meal, but like a, a good meal in the morning, you know, eat breakfast. I think it's good to do that. You don't have to fast for 20 hours a day and just drink energy drinks all day. You know? <laughs> Actually, they'll be fasting, but uh, drink coffee on an empty stomach. Uh, so cool. You know, your blood sugar is going to be great in the, or hopefully it's going to be good in the morning and you have a good breakfast and your body utilizes those sugars and you have that fuel and energy for your day, right? And then comes lunch. Uh, I, I actually can t- sort of agree with like a medium-sized lunch. Matter of fact, I have a story here. Um, when I played baseball in college and it was, it was like, we were in the middle of the season. What I would do is I would get up. I would go eat a, like pretty much legit eat a huge breakfast because you kind of had to. And then we would go, uh, play two baseball games. So you're pretty much down at the field for, I mean, you could get there at 10 o'clock sometimes and you don't leave till five or six. And usually within those eight hours, I only had, you know, maybe maybe some some fruit or granola bar or chips or cookies or you know whatever whatever pretty much they brought for us sandwiches. Like when I wasn't vegan, I would eat sandwiches. Uh, and then they had like PB and J two uncrustables. And I always noticed that during the season, like it looked like my jawline would get like um, 
more toned up. And uh, I always got like relatively leaner in the season. And then that's just, that's just like a product of the season too. Naturally, you are just going to lose weight because, you know, you're not number one, you're not strength training as hard and as much. And you're just, you're constantly moving. I mean, holy heck, we practice for four hours a day and then we go hit on our own. We still go work out on our own. You know, we're doing like, we're just constantly moving so much. So, I mean, you can only imagine even if you're not playing and you're just on the bench, like you're like, you still are, like you're so drained after eight hours at the baseball field. It's, it's, it's truly unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, so kind of like formulating a similar eating routine or eating uh, schedule around like what I did then. That's like, I, I kind of like, not that I want to go back to that, but I always like keep that in the back of my mind, you know, big breakfast, kind of just like snack for lunch, you know, and then have like a big dinner like that. Like I got pretty good results doing that. But that, I, that that's the thing that was like, I was kind of forced to do that. I kind of had to do that. That's like, that's what it was. I didn't really have an option, you know? And when, and my thing is like, when you're active, like you don't want to, you, you shouldn't be eating like huge meals all the time. Right. Just cause like your body is digesting and you want to be having like to digest that food and then go work, like play a sport or run or work out, you know, but like, yeah, like snacking and little stuff here and there helps. Matter of fact, I saw a tweet from, uh, <laughs> Chad Johnson, I think he like somehow had a sign and he like wrote something like, can you buy me a hot dog? And uh, he put it on Twitter a couple weeks ago. And this is like during a game. And uh, he ended up saying that I think someone like did get him hot dog and he had the hot dog. And he said that like that hot dog was the reason why he was able to burn whoever he burned and score a touchdown or some shit. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um but yeah, so I kind of got off on a little tangent there. Um, back on it too, though. Uh, yeah, so like a medium lunch is is pretty good, and then uh, we get to dinner, a small dinner though. <laughs> so they're saying big breakfast, medium lunch, small dinner. That just ain't cut. <laughs> that just is not gonna fly in my world <laughs> i don't know there's just something about uh dinner in the last part of the day where it just it's like soothing and it's nice to eat a big i don't want to say this is like crazy heavy meal but like just to eat a meal and actually feel full and satisfied after eating not eating until you know you're ready to like throw up and puke which i've done before <laughs> Um, but actually just feeling satisfied after you eat and eating a small meal for dinner for me, uh, there's just no way that I'm going to be satisfied with that. I just don't think so. At least, you know, although if I went, if I honestly, if I ate how they suggest to eat here, big, medium, small, like, I feel like my results with my body and potentially athletically, I feel like I could get phenomenal good results but there's just something about eating a bigger meal fulfilling dense meal in the evening that really it really it's nice too and the thing is i actually matter of fact uh 
people or I I've um I actually was gonna take a class on sleep and I like started it and I just didn't get anywhere. Um but if I'm not mistaken and I'm just this, there's not a like a source for this. Actually, I, I learned it from a guy on um, social media here, but you need like just as much, almost just as not, um, as much fuel when you sleep as like, as you need during the day, you know? So if you have a small meal for dinner, you could potentially be having issues with your sleep and not sleeping full through the night because maybe you don't have enough energy to sleep. If that makes sense. Like you're not giving your body enough fuel and enough nourishment it's like actually get you through the night and you'll even hear like fruitarians and whatnot be like, Oh, like I only need three, four hours of sleep. Like I go to bed and I can't fall asleep and I can't stay asleep. I have so much energy, you know? And I'm just, I just think like, you're just stressing your body out. Um, cortisol, adrenaline running through. And that's like, well, it's so high. You can't sleep cause you're not eating enough. And, um, your body's not able to rest and recover. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to come back to more on the sleep stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like a small meal in the evening is just, it's so tough. And I feel like that's really a time to like where you share a meal with other people when you can enjoy uh, time with other people as well. And like, yeah, you can go out to dinner and go out to a restaurant and have a small meal. Like, yeah, cool, cool, totally. But like when I go out, I want to try this. I want to try that. I want to, you know, I want to like eat. <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, I just want to eat as much food as possible. But like, I want to get as much enjoyment out of that experience as, as I can. So I like doing that. I like eating bigger meals in the evening. Uh, and usually too, even today, actually, like it's 12.03 now. I'm going to eat right after this. And then I probably won't eat again until dinner because, you know, I'm going to eat enough food and I'm going to be full and satisfied. Um, and that leaves that leaves like time, you know, around three, four or five o'clock. Like if I wanted to like go be active again, like, cool, my, my food should be digested. Um, not fully, but a good bit of it. Right. And then I can go out and have fun and do my thing and enjoy myself right i don't have to be so like um oh man like i'm full right now right or i ate so much food i gotta go run now or i gotta go work out um although like some people they may benefit from that they may benefit from cool you know i can eat a big meal and go work out um but like i said earlier like i've done that to where like i ate a big meal and a bre- for breakfast and then like if all you had to eat anything um, so yeah, so, uh, a big point that I wanted to make here today was that Simon, he's huge on science, right? And he, I mean, and what he says and what they're talking about is the studies, you know, these studies say this, these studies say that they say that, okay, you could you big meal for breakfast, medium lunch, smaller dinner, great blood sugar control, 24 hour blood sugar levels are great. Phenomenal, blah, blah, blah. This is more for pre-diabetes, diabetics. Um, I think for them specifically, it's good. Once again, though, you know, we could all learn from it and utilize it. Uh, This is just a reminder, though, that like you got to do what's best for you. You know, so like, yeah, they're saying this. Yeah, it sounds great and dandy. But like, what if that just doesn't work for you? Like, I have a friend. He does only eat like once a meal, once a meal a day. He doesn't eat, but he's like, I've never eaten breakfast before. I just don't do it. Ever since I was a little kid, I just don't. I've never done it once. So what about him? You know, 
how does this study inter- inter- um, pertain to, or how does this pertain to him? Uh, I even met someone else. Um, she's, she didn't eat breakfast. Cause I was like, Oh, like how do you stay so lean? She's like, Oh, I don't eat breakfast or I usually just eat, uh, lunch and dinner, you know, or like 12 and eat at that time and then dinner or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think with that too, like a lot of that's just like kind of a calorie thing. You know, if your calories are even throughout the day, it doesn't really matter what time you eat as long as it's good for you, uh, in regards to like being lean. So, yeah, but it's like, what if some people get up and they just don't want to eat and they feel good doing that regardless if it's, if like, if they're doing quote unquote damage to their thyroid or whatever, you know what, that's just like what they've always done. So I guess like, that's kind of my, that's like kind of the point that I want to make here is that you got to fit it in what works best for you in your schedule, in your life and eat accordingly to yourself, you know, be your own study. Like this stuff's really important. I'm really glad that I'm doing this right now and I'm able to see, okay, hey, you know, this is cool. That's great to see, right? Now I can try to relate it to my life, but I can also like keep doing what I'm doing and, uh, you know, experiment and do this and do that. Like, cool, maybe I will go back to doing a bigger breakfast and late lunch and big dinner though. Hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I got uh, pretty much everything that I wanted to say today regarding this stuff uh and that was that was fun so i hope you enjoyed that um yeah it's good man it's good i gotta get some people on the podcast the hungry people podcast there are there's some people that are out there that would love to get on here i'm actually like kind of annoyed that like no one wants me on their podcast like what the fuck dude am i not cool enough <laughs> am i not cool enough to be in your podcast bro like what or like your YouTube channel, you know, you don't want, you don't want to talk to me, bro. I'll bring, I'll be the best motherfucking guest in your podcast. I'll be the, I'll bring the most energy anyone's ever had on your podcast. And you're going to want me to be your co-host because I don't know where mine is. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, guys, I'm going to go out. Enjoy my day. Great talking on here. Let's stay up. Why do I, why do I keep saying that? Let's stay up now. No, 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 no. Let's get right to it. Stay up. Be great. Always keep it on it.